And alright guys, what is going on? Welcome back to another podcast on the Self-Developed Podcast. You beautiful people, come on. How are you doing guys? Let's go, come on. This is the first podcast with the new mic. I mean, fun fact, I've always had this mic. It's the Zoom H1N, a good trusty old handy mic. Yes, I'm going for my walk, but uh, my old one actually started to break, malfunction. So we got a new one, plus I got a wind filter, so there should be no wind. There should be. I'm filming outside. Obviously, there's wind. I want the audio to sound mint, so uh, if this sounds good, I'll keep it. If not, I'll return this little wind filter, but we should be good. Anyways, guys, with that said, hopefully you've been enjoying the new self-developed podcast 2.0 Reborn, guys. We talk about Christianity, monk mode. Really, guys, it's the same thing. They're just life updates like they were beforehand. If you guys listen to my podcast for a minute, you guys know I did them about once a week, and they were just kind of like spiritual energy life updates. That's kind of when I was into like new age spirituality, which... I mean, there was, I'm not even saying it was false or anything like that, guys. It just, I don't want to say it lacked purpose or direction. It was very true. I love those podcasts. I don't degrade them or see them as any, you know, inferior. It's just now it's just 2.0. That's the best way I can explain it, guys. It just feels like we're in the next map pack. We're in the next realm. I keep telling my buddy, Phil. Uh, he's my one best friend, that the ages from 20 to 24, the first five years of life, you could say 20, 25, felt like we were in one map pack. We're now being 25 to 30. It feels like a whole new game, guys. Family, lineage, religion. Uh, what are we talking about? Future, children, just new house, like guys, everything. And again, I'm not saying I have a child or a new house or anything, but that feels like the new focus. I'm 25, guys, in literally like one week. Yeah, today's February 20th at recording this. Uh, February 27th is my birthday. I'll be 25. So amazing, guys. Reborn. Let's go. New and improved. And you guys are grown men as well. So this is just the natural evolution of it. So with that, guys, in today's podcast, I never... I don't think I ever planned them. Yeah, even when I did them before, I never planned them, guys. We're just, I'm going to give you life updates, see what happens, let the Holy Spirit speak, and let's run it. So, first and foremost, guys, yo, the Elliot Hulse podcast dropped. Now, you're probably listening to this a little bit in the future. Uh, man, it came out like a month afterwards. I was actually surprised at how long it took, but hey, man, all in God's time. Uh, it's perfect, guys. It was so sick. Let's speak a little bit about that podcast. So, if you guys haven't checked it out, check it out. But I want to explain a little bit on how spiritual warfare works you guys so in that podcast if you guys seen it i looked kind of weird right <laughs> like i was like super pale and uh, i looked tired and kind of out of it guys just as a little context as a fun little backstory um so i got to florida right the two days i go to florida and it's florida guys it's like hot 30 degrees celsius every day but the two days i go it's like 10 degrees i have no clue why it's just when it worked and it was so when we got to the studio and this is not complaint or anything we still came through guys i just i just find it funny how the devil really tries to block blessings and you could say oh it's just a coincidence but no there were too many quote-unquote coincidences so we go there the whole, the whole studio is is accustomed for it to be like 30 degrees celsius i don't know what that is in fahrenheit so obviously you know they're not gonna like change it so when i went it was freezing so i'm shivering you know i look kind of funny but whatever i get my buddy's hoodie we keep going the next thing guys which is funny is we go my buddy nick that's the place we stayed at he was my old powerlifting coach his furniture just happened to not come in. There was a delay, didn't come in. Okay, so we don't have couches to sleep on. Okay, not a big deal. You know what we do? He orders a blow-up mattress from Amazon, comes in that day. So it's fine, right? We got we got the blow-up mattress. Whatever, man. You know, I'm I'm not complaining. Like, buddy, give me like the bare, bare bones minimum and I'll be completely fine, right? We're there to work. I'm not there for luxury. But we get the blow-up mattress. Guess what? There's a hole in it. Um, we had to refill it back up about four times in the middle of the night. And if you guys have been on that with a blow up mattress, you know, you cannot sleep the whole night, like the whole night, 
you're literally awake because you just feel like slowly deflate and you start like I was sleeping with another guy so you're like hitting each other and rolling on it it was just weird bro so I got like two hours of sleep freezing the next morning I'm like underslept over caffeinated trying to compensate like man he did not want that to happen but regardless guys we did it it was such a banger episode man I'm so excited it's at the top of my YouTube page if any of you guys want to check it out regardless I was watching it I was just so proud man like how much I knew and just everything coming full circle. So anyways, that's the spiel on that podcast. Speaking of my podcast, the self-developed podcast, guys, what else is new? Man, guys, it feels good. I'll be brutally honest. The past week, week and a half, it's been a little, a little bit of a doozy mentally, just, you know, kind of going out, but, um, you know, that's what happens. Let me just get through this little weird walkway with the echo here. Uh, what else is new guys? Yeah, man. I mean, guys, you know, I think what I really want to establish right now is let's speak of like setbacks. Let's speak a little bit about spiritual warfare and things like that, guys. You know, guys, we need to all learn as men to fall in love with the process and fall in love with your excellence, your mastery. You know, I just came back from squats at squats at the gym and I've been dealing with a hip injury, guys, right? So now I'm going to be booking a physio uh, session tomorrow. And on one hand, guys, you know, the reason I'm telling you this is because it feels like when you're mastering crafts, when you're getting really good, Satan keeps throwing you all these roadblocks, right? It's like right when you're about to have breakthroughs, you're doing so well in your fitness, your business, your entrepreneurship, your mindset, and then out of nowhere, you get all these roadblocks after roadblocks after roadblocks, and I truly, truly believe, guys, that God, I mean, first and foremost, guys, you need to understand that God allows that to happen, right? If you read the book of Job, uh, God allowed Satan to torment him, right? So they, they test his faith. Guys, view it like that. You know, yes, it gets discouraging at times. Today I was pretty discouraged because like, you know, I'm improving on my squat so much and here I am thinking like, oh, it's gone and then boom, it comes back and you're just like, bro, and so many other things in life. But guys, this is what it is to be a man. This is what it is to bear your cross. And this is where I was going with this is I truly believe God does that because he loves you right? He only does that to those he knows who can really tolerate it and are in it for the long run. Guys, how many of your friends have you seen like quote unquote, just have like seemingly, and again, I don't want to ever cast a stone or try to project, but like, it seems like their lives are kind of just on easy mode, right? Like seems like gains come to them fairly quickly. You know, maybe they have a social media business. It seems like I don't know, views kind of come easy to them. It kind of just seems like they live like a normal life. Like their day is not too challenging. It's not too crazy. It's not too spectacular. They're kind of just like normal people, right? And then here you and I are, it's like, we're just like, we're like barely struggling to get by at times. And we're like, we kind of doubt ourselves and we're questioning like, we question our own ability a bit, right? We're like, can I even do this? Like, why does it seem like I'm going through so many more? It's almost like, I don't know if you guys have seen Attack on Titan. This is like one of the first episodes. I just, this is what comes to mind. I I haven't watched really anime in years, but Aaron Yeager, he's like learning how to do, what are they called? Like the little zip line machines. If you guys have seen Attack on Titan, you know this. They're like, they're little machines that they use to like glide through the air, right? With little zip lines. And he, and there's like a test and everyone has to pass this test, right? Which is like, I don't know, learning how to get on this zip line thing and just, I don't know, you know, balance it, right? And everyone's doing it and they're all passing. And then here he is and he completely fails it. He flunks it and his like ego is destroyed. He was, he was like so set on being, what are they called? Like a ranger or something like that, like just passing it. And he completely flunks it. And he's like, bro. So anyways, he spends like the next few weeks or months, like trying 10 times harder than everyone else to balance this little zip line machine. And then eventually when it comes to it, like, it's like, I don't know, I 
think he gets like a redo. He does it. I think he accomplishes it. He's like balancing it and he's he's like, yes, he's super stoked. And then guess what? He finds out afterwards that his little zipline machine was uh, it was it was a defective. It was it wasn't even working. It wasn't a normal one. So like nobody could balance it. And guys, that is such a perfect example of what God does to us. He gives us defect little zipline machines. If you guys DM me if you know what I'm talking about. If you've seen Attack on Titan, so it's an anime, right? He gives us on purpose these defect zipline machines so we have to struggle and work 10 times, even 100 times harder to really master it so when we do, you know, figure it out, we're so much more superior to other people. And again, guys, not in some like, excuse me, I don't have my tea with me, guys, and that's a, that's an airplane above me. Like I told you guys, I'm outside walking. Guys, we are becoming masters at our crafts. You know, I relate with this so much with YouTube. When I my channel began to pop, all the people in my industry, and we spoke about this in the podcast, all the people in my industry, man, went one way. They took the easy path, red pill, degeneracy, all just kind of dick sucking each other, you know, just being in this degenerate, satanic bubble. And I just refused to do that. I was like, no, I don't want to do that. So I began to follow a different path. I literally carved a different path. I had no clue about monk mode, about biblical masculinity. I didn't really know about any of this, but I had a feeling. So I went there. I lost so many views. I lost so much money doing that. Like, I, I really did take a path that was not uh, carved out. Not, a lot of these guys made fun of me. I was kind of like this outcast, this like uh, this black sheep. But I, I kept going. And then fast forward, guys, I now have a business and I know exactly where I'm going. I've like literally mastered my defective zipline machine where those guys now can barely get a grasp. And again, guys, I need to make this clear. This is never about us being better than people or throwing stones. Absolutely not. But guys, oh my gosh, there's a, there a raccoon <laughs> right in front of me, guys. I wish you could see this. Bro, I was walking and I was like, why does this tree look so funny? He's kind of cute looking. What's up, buddy? Oh, he's so cute. I was walking and I was like, this tree looks a little funny. And I look up. Keep in mind, guys, it's like dark out. And I see this raccoon. He like gave a little hiss at me. He kind of looks like a baby, though. Um, yeah, that's weird. Okay, well, that's what happens, guys, <laughs> when you walk outside. My heart went, <laughs> oh, gosh, all right, that woke me up. Uh, where was I going with this, guys? Yeah, so you master or we are mastering our zipline machines, which is so worth it because God knows you can handle it. That's why he gives it to us, guys. And me going on that Elliot Hulse podcast, just seeing the way I was able to talk and hold myself, I learned a lot from him and just, you know, a few handful of virtuous channels, him, Mark the Messenger, and I literally feel like I've built my whole career and have carved a whole new path for you guys and myself and bro it's just one of the best feelings it's one of the best feelings guys and relate this to whatever you want where everyone takes the left path and you take the right path and the right path is very un unpaved you're literally like in the forest chopping down trees and and just you're bumping up against walls and and you're really trying to figure it out right there's no guidance no one's holding your hand but you can just feel like i can do this and it really tests you guys. And I and I just want you to know that that was me. I've been, guys, I'm going through this with you. I'm going through my version of the Heroes Call to Adventure, just like all of you guys are, um, just in different ways. And I find it so beautiful because only as of late have I felt, you know, now being 25, a lot of things coming full circle with the coming to Christ, with the self-developed podcast 2.0 version, right? The, uh, excuse me, guys. I, again, if you hear me burp, it's because I don't have my tea. <laughs> Um, you know, going to Florida with Elliot and just 
feels good guys hitting 100k on ig with this new wave this new wave of biblical masculinity and it's like this is almost unheard of there's like two other guys who speak about this and again guys it's not about being better or part of the cool club no it's about autonomy i chose to choose my own path despite nearly going broke you know losing any friend my girlfriend left me like what else my family thought i was weird um, my whole community was like, bro, this guy's whack, but you ride it out, man. This is what God wants from you. And when you come back, you master your zipline machine, you create a brand new future. And I, I, I just couldn't be more excited. If I thought of myself being a degenerate like that, there's no question guys. So a quote that I give myself for clients and friends that I want you to ask yourself is when you're in a situation like this, right? Maybe you could choose that comfy, like nine to five, or you can choose the path, which I'm, again, guys, I'm not saying there's anything necessarily wrong with jobs or school or anything like that. I'm not saying you have to be exactly like me. But if you can feel it in your gut that you're like, I can't, I just can't do this. I can't do it the way you guys are doing it and you need to go on your own journey. I implore you. I say, brother, do it. I did it. This is what it is to be a man. This is what it is to venture off and, and carve your own path. Man, it, again, guys, this is something I learned from Elliot. It's not what you do. It's not what you get. It's who you become. Everything is about who you become and you really do, um, you have wisdom to you and a lot of people are going to look for that, you know, as, as a father figure. So let's speak about that now. Let's kind of move on to the next thing. Again, guys, I don't plan these. I don't script it. I just want to do these about once a week and just give you life updates where I'm at so I can look back and be like, oh, you know, it's, it's literally exactly what I did a year ago. I just needed, I needed like three to four months to really just kind of, I feel like I was, I feel like I was going through a metamorphosis, you know, from, from boy to man, from the 24-year-old to now the 25-year-old. And uh, yeah, let's speak of fatherhood, guys. You know, a major difference between now and back then is my relationship to the youth, to younger men, my ability to coach them and connect with them and and essentially be a father. You know, guys at my gym, I'm kind of like a father figure to, to many young guys. And it has, guys, I really mean it. And I'm saying this to you as well. I never thought it would, I never thought something could be so satisfying than seeing young men transform and grow in virtue in mindset and character and strength before your eyes through your guidance it is it's the most beautiful feeling man it really is i'm not saying it's easy i'm not saying it's always a smooth ride but i understand why there are so many coaches out there and so many mentors and why father figures take such joy in this you know growing up i never really I never really understood why. And again, guys, I don't have literal children, so I'm not taking like full credit or anything like that. Absolutely not. But I never understood why as a kid. I was like, why would, I was like, why do fathers like teaching their kids? Like, I thought it was kind of like a nuisance, you know? It's like you're teaching this little boy and he can't do it himself. Like, what? But you realize, no, it's in them growing and overcoming. And, and yeah, it, it's a beautiful thing, guys. So, on our masculine journeys, I think now moving forward in 2023, it is all of us as awoken that's one if that's what you want to say warriors of christ being based men virtuous lifting treating our wives and our family well these men it's up to us to guide the rest of people i, I think for the first time I like really understand what it means to be a grounded leader you know even a year ago i was a leader don't get me wrong but i was kind of like I, I almost couldn't lead because like i was figuring it out still you know, I think that's a perfect example. Even a year ago, like that transformation from 22, 23, 24, I was figuring it out what it meant to be a man. 
like what it meant to stand on my own two feet and to be a God-fearing man. I didn't really understand it yet. And I think this is evident. You guys can see this through the evolution of my YouTube channel, through my, my ideas, my appearance. I changed a lot. I was, I was experimenting. And we all have to. We're only as of now is it feeling kind of like concrete and I'm ready to open my hand and I say this again to you guys uh, for you to do the same for people around you okay so I think that's pretty much it guys that's basically what this podcast is about what time are we at I have no clue what time we're at because it is dark out and I cannot see my screen I'm gonna guess oh wow we're only at around 16 minutes Okay, so you know what? Let's let's try to talk about something else then. What did we speak of, guys? We spoke a bit about spiritual warfare. We spoke about the zip line analogy, right? God handing you kind of like a defective zip line, which forces you, which is a little annoying at the beginning, right? Like a hip injury or this, or you're going off your business and it's like, guys, I've gotten that so many times. You just get like, you get like the short end of the stick so many times, but it's all on purpose and it takes you way longer to do it. But once you do, you have a business or a mindset or a physique that literally no one else can touch. It's ridiculous. Um, What else? What else? What else? Yeah. And we find joy in that. We, We try to love the process for that, that we're God's chosen ones, that he loves us so much that he actually gives us the short end of the stick because he knows we have the virtue to overcome. Like when I coach uh, the younger guys, I'm harder or I'm harshest on the guys that I know can take it, take that in. It's so beautiful, man. It may, like it makes so much sense. Let's say there's like five guys I coach or a few of them, right? I'm easier on the guys that I know can't be pushed as hard yet, but the guys that I see the most potential in, I'm the most critical of. That's it makes so much sense. I'm the most blunt with. I'm the harshest to. And uh, yeah, that guy in the car passing by was like watching me like, what is this guy talking to? Because <laughs> I have a little dead cat, little, uh, it's called a dead dead cat, dead kitten. It's like a little fluffy thing on my microphone, which blocks out the wind. So it kind of looks like I'm speaking to like an ice cream cone or something or like, I don't know what he thinks. He probably think I'm speaking to like a, I don't know, like a pom-pom or something like that. Um, and yeah, we spoke about fatherhood, right? Mentorship. And yeah, I think that's the beauty of life. Okay, you know what? Here, I got an idea. Let's kind of wrap it up on here. All right, let's speak about wife relationship with the intimate with other. Okay, this is very important. And uh, normally, guys, I do film these a little later. Actually, it's like 10 o'clock right now. Normally, I film them after the gym, but it closed early today the gym because of family day. So there are a bit more people out than normal, which is kind of making me a little bit more hesitant to say this out loud because I know I shouldn't care guys but when you speak of like really deep stuff like this and there's like a dude sitting on his porch or his patio just like grilling you it's kind of weird <laughs> so normally I'll film a little bit later and I just I won't care I'll just I'll be yelling and screaming <laughs> but um yeah let's speak about the intimate okay so as you guys know I was in a relationship for five years right David you said this so many times I say this to give you guys context we as men we need blueprint we need to know what to do this is very important right and I'm just gonna document where I'm at what, where are my thoughts at right now my wins my losses etc etc and 10 months ago she broke up with me right you guys know that so I got put on monk mode which is where I'm on now it's been about 10 months and as of late, you know, I've grown tremendously in what it means to be a leader, to feel more like a, an older brother or a father figure, connecting with God, following the path of Christ, denying yourself, picking up your cross, following him. So many things have changed and evolved and it feels spectacular. I feel like I have a good community of men now, a brotherhood. Like I, 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 guys, it's honestly amazing. Again, it comes with a lot of spiritual warfare, a lot of challenges like we know, but it really does feel solid. And now naturally you are going to uh, be curious about hey David so I'm on monk mode am I going to be single forever and my friend that's a great question now let's kind of elaborate a little bit on this okay 
Number one, I need to make this very clear, guys. It's whatever's in God's will for you. You know, I know this isn't exactly what a lot of you guys want to hear, but you need to understand that only God knows the exact path for you. Now, do I think that you will find your wife or I should say she will find you, God will send you her? I think for the vast majority of individuals, yes, absolutely. I think for myself, uh, again, like I said, for the majority of you guys listening, yes, but I need to make this clear and I'm kind of jumping straight to it. You guys also need to accept the possibility that you may be single for life and that is better and I would choose that than going back to the degenerate modern 3D hookup world any day. Any day. There is no question about it. You cannot break, you cannot fold like that. And if you guys hear this, like a car playing music beside me, so in case you're wondering what that noise is, I don't know if you, you probably couldn't hear it. Sounds like this guy's going off in there, man. He's just singing. Um, yeah, so that's number one, guys. You, this is very important, you need to become a man who is unbreakable to the point where you are ready to bear your cross and follow Christ and really deny yourself. So no fapping, no hooking up, none of this stuff, and potentially be that way to the day you die. And I know a lot of you guys may, may think, if you're newer to the faith, oh, that's a bad thing. That sounds so horrible. It's not, guys. I've actually learned... The Bible encourages this. It actually says that you sh- it, it doesn't recommend marriage. It recommends you be single so you can focus all of your efforts on God, on monk mode, on mission, on purpose. But then what he says, I don't know exactly which verse says this. He says, if a man cannot control himself, then let him get married. But to be fair, guys, if you think of Adam and Eve, to be fair, God did create Adam, or sorry, Eve for Adam. And it does, it is very clear in the Bible that no man should be alone for too long. So there are multiple verses that I'm not saying contradict each other. I do think man should have a helpmate. No question about it. I would love to see a lot of you guys have, uh, get married, have a beautiful relationship. Uh, absolutely. That's, that's what I'm planning for. That's what I think the average man should. But I say this because I need to also make this clear. You guys need to ironically also, like this has to be a checklist. You, if you cannot accept this, I truly believe there is absolutely no way God will create you your, your Eve or send you your Eve. You ironically need to accept the possibility of being alone forever. Like guys, I'm so fulfilled in just monk mode and building myself, powerlifting, fatherhood, sharing connection with the young guys, building the business, mentorship, all of that. That's serving God. That's, that's creating life on this earth, lineage. Right? I'm so fulfilled with that that I really mean it, guys. I don't even think of women at all. I don't think or get simpy of like, oh, you know, when will God send me this? No, guys, if you're if you're still desperate like that, there's absolutely no way he can send you an Eve because you're still plugged in. You're plugged into the matrix. You're still again, we spoke tons about this in the podcast. But for a lack of better terms, guys, you're still beta. Like if and let's just say, right, here's the problem. Okay, David. I know I am, but I still want it. Let's say God did send you or you went out of your own will and, you know, hooked up and grabbed a random girl to be in a relationship with. If you're not fully secure and ready, which is meaning, which means you're based, right? You're based on your own two feet first. You're fully on monk mode and you've accepted the possibility that you could be single, which is meaning your cup is full, right? Your cup is full. You're based. That's, that's, that's what I'm, when I say based, that's what I'm referring to. You're good on your own, man. You've accepted the possibility. Cool. So, you know, let it be done. If you are not that, when the relationship comes, you will completely ruin it. I'm passing by the car again with music, so if you guys hear that, you guys hear that? 
<laughs> maybe not. Um, so th yeah, that's the reality, guys. You know, now being on monk mode for 10 months, I've accepted the possibility. I think around like the six or seven month mark, I really rid myself of a lot of the effeminacies of like mommy culture. That's really what it is. It's, it's addiction to mother. It's addiction to effeminacy. And by the way, guys, uh, what verse is it? Uh, I think it's in, uh, I want to say Corinthians. Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 9 to 11, something in Corinthians, um, God gives out a list of all the people who will not inherit the kingdom of earth. And guess who's one of them? Effeminate men. Take that in. Take that in. So if you're this simpy little boy who always needs mommy and girlfriend and this and this and this, then my friend, you will not go to heaven. I mean, that makes complete sense. Guys, this is why I'm setting you up this way. Look, I would love to see the majority of you guys in relationships. I would love for myself to be in a relationship, but I need to make it clear. I'm not simpy for that. I don't need that. I'm picking up my cross. I'm enduring and I'm following God. And guys, I genuinely mean it. I may be single and celibate to the day I die. I, I, I could be. I could be. And if that scares you guys, it means you still have work to do. You haven't fully purged yourself. You're not fully picking up your cross and following Christ, right? I mean, if you think of the majority of his apostles or his followers, guys, I'm sure they were all single. They weren't married. Christ himself wasn't married. Now, once that's done, to bring it full circle, then I believe because your cup is full, you're based, you're really not looking for it. You're all in serving. I think if it's in God's will, which I would hope for the majority of us, again, I don't know, he will create you an Eve. Why? Because I don't think all men should be alone for that long. Right? I don't think, like guys, we're on monk mode, yes, but I need to make it clear. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean like you just like sit in your room all day long for like days and years on end and don't talk to anyone. Guys, I go to the gym. I'm very social. I have a big network of individuals that I coach, that I mentor. I see people every day. It's very good, right? Yes, I technically am on monk mode. I'm a celibate and I'm not doing these things, but that doesn't mean... You know, no man is an island. That doesn't mean I'm just by myself, okay? And you guys shouldn't be either. So that's basically my take on that, guys. Oh, and this is what I was going to say to finish it off here. We'll finish off this podcast here because I think we're probably like, I don't know, 25 minutes or 20 minutes or something like that. When you, I, I'm going to make more podcasts on this, guys, of course, but this is my plan as of now. When you do find her, or I should say she finds you, right? God sends you her because he feels that you're based. Your cup is full. And, and the reason we need this, just to kind of answer quickly, I didn't even say this, is because once you're full, once you're based, you are then eligible to lead both you and her to the kingdom, to heaven. If you are not based, you will lead both of you guys to degeneracy. And what do I mean by this, guys? I'll cut straight to it. Being celibate till marriage. Take that in. I Oh, man. That's crazy to think of, it? isn't it? Guys, I can no longer recommend, like, guys are like, oh, David, you know, um, it's, it's okay to have sex instead of no fap. And even like a few months ago, I would have been like, yeah, you know, whatever, that's okay. Just make sure it's with your girlfriend. But I've changed, guys. I no longer think that's okay. Like, and the reason too, just bringing it back to the Bible, I believe it's in Corinthians, um, when God was listing all the people who will not inherit the kingdom, guess what? It was another uh, one of those words, fornicators, which means people who have sex outside of marriage. Like it's a very clear sin that God does not want us to do. And I believe it's also very practical. A lot. This is why our relationships are completely crumbling right now. I mean, I could speak about this forever, guys, but it's why the divorce rate's so high. People are not vetting each other. They're not built for each other. They're not sent by God for each other. They just look pretty so they're like yeah let's go out of our own will and try to make something happen and then yeah it ruins families it ruins relationships guys it's it's just not ordained correctly and i think by having sex uh and fornicating before marriage you're no longer sober and vigilant i believe that's 1 peter 5 through 8 or 1 peter 5 8 
You have to be sober and vigilant for your adversary is a devil roaming around looking to snatch your soul. I kind of paraphrase that, right? So when you're fornicating, you have sex goggles on, you are not seeing clearly, guys. And you no longer know if this individual is built for you. I know that's a hard pill to swallow. I'm hoping I stick to it, guys, but I can't know the word and disobey God. I, I can't, right? We're not, we're, not, we're not supposed to do that as Christians, you know? So basically where I'm going with this, though, because it's not all dark and gloomy. That doesn't mean, David, are you telling me I'm just going to date her for like five years and not, not bang at all? And then, you know, by the time I'm like 40 and old, then bang? No, of course not. I believe, guys, and here's why it all makes sense perfectly. I really think this is like actually beautiful. I believe God puts you on monk mode first. I believe he also puts her on her version of monk mode, which is building her purity. It's chastising. It's obviously she's not going out. She's learning how to be a good wife. You're learning how to be a husband and a leader. That's really what it comes to down to you guys when you're on monk mode for both of you you're learning how to become equally yoked you see guys i'm learning all this stuff from my biblically based youtube channel link down below check it out what verse was that being biblically oh is that is that matthew no that's that's uh you can't serve two masters i just posted that video yesterday it's got to be in corinthians it's got to be in Corinthians. You have to be equally yoked, which means, guys, you're, um, you know, you're, you're balanced out. You've both put in the work. You've both done your version of monk mode. So where I'm going with this is I believe, first and foremost, God puts you on your version of monk mode. This is like the roadmap, right? For a year, could be, could be a year to two years, right? It, guys, it's going to be at least a year. Like, you have to get used to that. And the reason I say that is because you need to learn how to follow Christ, how to rid yourself of your effeminacies, and how to be a leader. Only as of late have I, like... Did I tell you guys earlier in this podcast, do I feel like a leader? Even a few months ago, guys, I wouldn't have been ready. If God sent me my wife then, I would have fornicated 100%. I wasn't spiritually strong yet. I didn't know the word. I was newer to the faith. I was just, I was still growing as a man, right, guys? We all start like a mustard seed, like a little baby plant, but eventually it grows into a really strong oak tree, right? This is with anything in life. Where now it's been around 10 months, almost a year, do I actually feel like I've gotten the revelation of like, okay, this is what God wants me to do. This is how I'm going to lead. This is how to be a husband, yada, yada, right? So where I'm going with this is you're on monk mode for a year, could be two years. I, I can't see it being longer than a year and a half to two years. I've, I've almost been a year and I'm feeling pretty saturated. I might be on another for half a year. I don't know. And you be, learn how to become a husband. You learn how to become a leader. Boom. Once that happens, she's also doing it to herself as well, right? Or God is. Then I believe you are now equally yoked and God sends you to her or her to you, right? It just happens organically, right? And from that point, you are now vetting each other. You're courting each other, right? Uh, this is how they always did it back in Roman times or back in ancient times with, with every civilization. And I believe that's why our society became so strong. Where now it's so degenerate and weak because we treat sex and anything that was sacred like, you know, fast food, right? Which again, I could speak of for a long time. So now you guys vet each other. Now, how long does this vetting process last until you get married? I believe eight to 12 months. I'm going to say one more year. Now, to most people, when I say that, they're like, David, you're telling me you're just going to date for a year and then pull the trigger. That's it. You think all you need is a year. And I'm going to tell you, yes, because you are not fornicating. I believe the reason most people date for like three to five years, maybe even more before they pull the trigger is because they don't actually love each other and they don't actually see eye to eye. But because they're blinded by lust, especially the man. They're blinded by lust and through fornicating, um, they're not sober and vigilant. They're not seeing clearly. So it takes them a lot longer. It's kind of like, this is going to sound really bad, but it's like driving drunk or like walking through, 
Like, you know when police officers pull you over and they're like, walk in a straight line or sing the alphabet backwards, whatever, to prove you're not drunk. Like, can you do it while drunk? You can, but it's a lot harder. And again, I'm not promoting dr- uh, driving drunk at all. But you get what I'm saying. Like, can you still do it? You still can technically drive but you're going to be very sluggish and slow and your reaction time's a lot slower. Again, I need to make this clear. I'm not promoting drunk driving. I'm let this car pass. Okay? That's not what I'm saying. I, I, I'm not promoting that. Okay? But I'm just giving you an example. Right? You're sluggish. You're, you're not seeing clearly. And I believe it's the exact same thing. So the reason I say that is because it will take you way longer. Where if you're sober and vigilant, you'll be able to decide if this person is right for you. Ideally within like... Should be like six months, man. Again, you know, I would say wait eight to 12 months. Like, wait about a year. Be put in different situations with each other. But the main thing, guys, is you're equally yoked. Do you understand? You're physically attracted to each other. You're equally yoked in the faith. My last video actually linked below on the biblically-based YouTube channel spoke about this. I posted that today, how to date as a Christian in 2023. And I was bringing up these Bible verses. I was, I was kind of speaking of just this. You're equally yoked, guys, in the faith. You've both been on monk mode. You've done all the work. I don't think, guys, you know, maybe I would have given this advice beforehand, but I don't think you guys should actually, like, do a lot of, like, pre-growing together. Because that's what I did in my last relationship. I was with her for five years, and I changed, you know, dramatically. And then I outgrew her tremendously, and we became unequally yoked. That's what happened, right? Now, of course, we're all going to do that. We're learning. We're young. But moving forward, I'm 25. I don't have time to, like, like, grow with someone. Like, we come both equally yoked. And when I mean grow with someone, guys, I need to make this clear. That doesn't mean I'm never going to you know, I'm done growing or that's it. Of course, when you're together, guys, you're going to evolve spiritually. Yes. But I mean, there has to be like a certain base level that you both check off. Think of like a roller coaster, right? You have to be a certain height level before you can enter that roller coaster. If you're, if you're under that height level, it doesn't matter. I think it's the exact same thing with relationships. You both need to have a certain level of spiritual development, right? Becoming equally yoked before you can consider courting. Guys, we do not have time to play catch up with each other. That is an unequally yoked relationship. So if you're going to the gym, reading the Bible, you're based, you're putting in your dues and like she's not or vice versa, that is unequally yoked, okay? You're not supposed to be together. It's that simple, right? You, 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 like, they, they already come prepared, is basically what I'm saying. She's not coming, and she's like, oh, you know, I, I can fix her, I can fix him, yada, yada. No, that's exactly what I thought, too. It doesn't work. It never happens. I, I stayed in that relationship for so long because I was trying to fix her and improve her, and, uh, dude, no, I'm sorry. You gotta come, you gotta come ready. You gotta come pre-made, okay? It's not our time to play catch-up and babysit each other, and I, and I really stand firm on this. I maybe wouldn't have even a year ago. I really do now because I've, I've been there. I've seen, I've seen what happens, all right? You're equally yoked. You vet each other. I think that should only take 8 to 12 months, and once 8 to 12 months goes by, you realize, yo, we've actually have both put in the work, and you're very discerning. You have the Holy Spirit. I think go for it, man. Pop the question. Marry, right? And should you have, does that mean you have to have a huge wedding and this and this and this? I'll make separate videos on that because I actually don't think it does. Because, dude, like, I'm not doing this for the world. Maybe I'll bring a few friends. Maybe it'll be like a wedding in private. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not dropping that much money on it, too. Because I think that's a big reason that it kind of blocks and scares a lot of men. Because it's like they got to drop hundreds of fat. Like, no, I'm sorry. You, you, you ain't that important. <laughs> Maybe that sounds bad. But I don't know, man. I think what matters is... 
you're doing it before God, you're creating a sacrament, you're creating a bond. I think that's much more important than like all the people that come that you don't like, I don't even have friends. Like, who am I going to bring? I have like one friend. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? I would have like 10 people there max and half of it would just be family. (laughs) But anyways, that's a completely different topic. So that's kind of where I view that guys, you know, maybe God will send, send me my chick within the next six to 12 months. I don't know. And again, I'm not too worried about that because the main thing is serving God, picking up your cross, being better as a man, more virtuous, becoming based, guys. Fall in love with that process, right? And I'll finish it here with Matthew 6, 33, guys. First, seek God and all of his righteousness and all of these things shall be added to you. So that is it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Hopefully, the audio sounded mint with this new mic and the wind mic, so there was no wind. It wasn't very windy today, but still... I want it to be, you know, just extra secure. So if you guys enjoyed it, give it a five-star rating, all that stuff, guys. All my links are below, one-on-one coaching and group coaching. You can support Edge, coupon code Hammond. You guys know what's up, and I'll finish it there. Thank you, guys. Love you all. Check you in the next podcast, YouTube video, Instagram post. You guys know what's up. We're building this up from the ground up, becoming based, virtuous, and just growing, all right, guys? Finding a good wife, creating a family, if we get to that point. I don't know if the world's going to be in a good enough shape to create a family, but at least get married and just honor God the best we can. That's really what it comes down to, and just become based, all right? I've said that word so many times. Thank you. Check you next podcast. Give it a five-star rating, and I'll check you guys then. Much love. Till then, peace.